I was recently on a mastermind call with a pretty well-known coach in the real estate industry. We'll talk about how he's never sold a house in a second. But he talked about how building a business by referral is absolutely not something you can rely on. And I'm here to tell you that that's absolute bullshit. And we're going to dive into it right now. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy Kane. As you can tell, I'm a little fired up about that. It was a couple of days ago, but we're gonna we're gonna try and move on. Jeremy Kane, Real Estate Agent Playbook. Super excited to dive into this topic. As you can tell, I'm super passionate about it. Would love if you shared this, you know, video or podcast with anybody who you think might be in the real estate industry that could benefit from it. I love helping agents win every single day at the game of real estate. So let's dive in. So real estate is kind of that that hot button industry, right? We're entrepreneurs. We, you know, sometimes join teams. We're sometimes employees. And I have another video about that that's coming out pretty soon. But when it really comes down to it, building a business is something that has a lot of pieces to it. And the first thing that I ask a lot of my clients when they join my organization is, what do you enjoy to do? And the truth is, is that if we are pounding these, you know, old school tactics, join a team, join a big brokerage that provides leads and build their brand and, you know, just be a slave to that, you are just an employee. So if you got into the business to be an entrepreneur and build your own business and be your own boss, joining a team is absolutely not the right thing to do because you will constantly be on that team until you decide one day that you wanna build your own brand and build a brand name for yourself, not to mention how many deals did you flow into that team or you know whatever. Yeah, great experience calling 200, 300 people a day, you know, working the phones and, and that's great. If that's how you wanna build your business, that's fine. But the truth is, is that once you leave that team or that big office, you know, the big, big box brokerage that provides leads and does all of that, you're starting over at day one. That's something. And the main reason, as you may know, why I didn't decide to go from top producer to, you know, a, a production team, because that just wasn't my my vibe. I just didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want to, you know try and retain people and have them continue to build their brand. I love helping other agents build their brand. And I think that that's one of the most important things you can do when you get in the industry is build a brand. And we're not talking about logos and any of that. We're talking about building a brand. What's it like to work with you? What's your story? What are your clients saying about you after they get done with you? Because that's really what carries your brand. Sure, fancy logos and fancy colors are great, but Brand's all about story. If the client can tell a story about having a positive experience and doing that, it's great. And how do we do that, right? This is the this is the key that everyone's asking. How do you how do you build a brand and how do you you know how do you become so successful at repeat client and working by referral, you know? And how do you make working by referral consistent? And I've cracked the code. It's fairly easy. Uh, a lot of it came natural to me. But the honest truth is, you have to care right? You have to care about your clients. And you, a lot of people say, you know, show your clients you care. You, showing your clients you care isn't enough. You have to care. And so if you take that care and you build those relationships and you provide exceptional experiences, sure, we're going to make mistakes. Sure, somebody's going to have, you know, an issue with a loan or, 
you know, an issue with an inspection item or, you know, maybe they bought it a time and their value went down a little bit and, you know, they're waiting for it to go back up. There's all things that we can't control. And if you're working from a lead source or, you know, an internet lead, we also don't control that they're going to, they, you know, did it once. So why wouldn't they just go back to Zillow and click on a face and call them on their next deal? Or by that time, Zillow's probably going to have the whole process automated. So why wouldn't they just click on a house and buy it? you know, over over the internet and, you know, go from there. So the truth is what we do control is our client's experience and the fact and the care that we can put towards that and no computer can ever replace that. So a few things that I've put together, 15 things that you can do to care and we're gonna go through them one by one. I'm gonna give you a short explanation and then we're gonna wrap this thing up. This list could be infinity, you know, long. I picked 15 things that I think maybe you aren't thinking about I would love for you to comment below and tell me one thing you do that I didn't talk about that shows that you actually care about your clients. And if you're at a point in your business, no matter what the time frame is, no matter what year you're watching this, check out this video on are your goals up in flames. This is 2023 because that's when this video was recorded, but it's a great video to watch throughout the rest of you know your career, to be honest, when your goals start to slip. So back to the, the care. What do people care about? Um, and what can you do to show you care? The first things first is communicate in the hard times, right? Pick up the phone and have conversations, whether that's at a bad inspection, a bad news from the lender, you know, or, you know, maybe down the road, they purchased and their, their value went down. If you're communicating and you're staying, you know, top of mind and being of value, they know that you're, you don't control the market. So if you're reaching out and that's the best time to reach out is when maybe somebody's lost a little bit of value, you know, hopefully they didn't just buy the house and now they're underwater. But when they've lose, lost a little bit of value, that's when there's fear. That's when they need your expertise to understand what the best route is moving forward. Do we just sell? Do we cut our losses and sell? Do we just hold on? What's that look like? So communicate no matter what the situation is with the market or the transaction. You have to be open to communicate and be there and walk alongside and support your client or anybody who's you know having a hard time. The next thing is research the market, right? This is something that I hear all the time, I hear a little bit of, you know, weird takes on what's going on in the market and should I wait to buy until the interest rates, should I wait to sell till the interest rates come down so I can get a bidding war? Like the truth is, is that your real estate agent or you as a real estate agent needs to know what is going on in the market. If you don't know the market, you are absolutely replaceable. So partner with lenders, partner with title companies, have conversations, just put yourself out there in the market and know it because that's a huge piece of my business for sure, but also that I see that's kind of lacking in a lot of a lot of real estate agents. They're kind of going with the headlines. And if you're going with the headlines right now, you know, you never know what what you're going to deal with. And if you're carrying along their narrative, you're probably not, you know, turning a bunch of client clients into buyers and sellers at this point in time. The next thing is be willing to pitch in, right? As a real estate agent, most of the time, especially if you're independent, you make a shit ton of money when when we close. So if there's an inspection item that, you know, maybe the, the seller's putting in some, the buyer's putting in some, you know, and you're like, hey, like radon's still outstanding, I can pick that up. Whatever that is, and I'm not saying do it all the time, but there's times where, you know, the money's tight or, you know, maybe the seller's just saying I'm not gonna do it, right? What's that mean if you throw in something that maybe is a potential health and safety item for your client or give them help out with that, you know, give them a, a rebate or, you know, 
whatever you need to do, lower your commission with the seller to give them a little bit more, you know, spending power or the ability to move into this home as, you know, for safety purposes or whatever. That's this is not something that I say do all the time, but if you step in and, you know, you feel driven to do that, it's three, four, five hundred bucks at a time you know, who knows? And the truth is that they're never gonna find the perfect home. So being a little bit flexible and being, you know, approaching with a giving heart and doing the right thing, sometimes in, in real estate transactions goes a long way as a real estate agent. The next thing, and this is kind of probably what people went to right away is provide thoughtful gifts, right? Provide personalized gifts or something that comes up. And this is interesting because I always see posts on, you know, these big, um, Facebook groups and things like, what should I get this client? Like you should know what kind of gift to give, give a client, especially when you're just starting out and you, you know, have that, you know, true white glove experience right now with my production, I do a personalized gift. You know, I personalize it by color and I put their name on it and their house location, that kind of stuff. But it's not, you know, it's not like, oh, this person would love this. And I mean, if there is like things like going to going to sporting events and, you know, obviously I know the clients that that love that and that don't love that. So just be thoughtful and provide gifts along the way, both in transaction, post transaction and as much as you can to, you know, help people. Everyone loves getting a gift. There's not one person that loves getting, giving a gift more than or getting a gift more than my uh, five year old daughter but everyone does love getting some sort of gift, some sort of thoughtful touch, and it doesn't have to be super expensive. It's the thought that counts, right? The next is something that I see a lot of real estate agents that say they're relational, but they're actually transactional struggle with. You need to connect with your clients outside of the real estate transaction. And that just doesn't mean after closing, um, it means all the time, right? What are their interests? What can you tap into? Obviously the gift can kind of go hand in hand with this, but this is a huge one and gives you the ability to separate yourself, right? What's their dog's names? What's their kids' names? What sports are their kids playing? What are they doing throughout the transaction that you can kind of tap into and just, you know, make mental notes, right? Next time you see Johnny who, you know, they were at the baseball game, you know, talking about the inspection objection and missed Johnny's home run. You, next time you see Johnny, dude, how was the baseball game? Heard you hit a bomb, that's sweet. You know, something like that and, just getting to know them outside of the real estate only transaction is pretty big and will go a long way and allows you to connect with them outside of the transaction after the transaction like hey how's johnny's baseball career hey you know what's going on gives you reasons to reach out and make those touches down the road which will be big huge dividends in return with referrals and repeat clients the next thing is provide consistent content for them it can be passive right friend them on Facebook so they see all your market updates, you know, all the articles, if something's happening with the tax bill or something's happening in the community that you're reporting on, you know, provide that content and that's a great way to passively stay top of mind. And it's not like, hey, who's looking to buy or sell? It's like, hey, here's some information, take it, digest it at your leisure, it's on my page, you're good to go. I know you follow or I know we're friends, so check that out. Provide weekly emails of what's going on in the market. Sometimes they'll open them, sometimes they won't. Um, send them homes, you know, from their, their area. And so all of those little just passive touches, maybe even not even send them directly, right? Send a database, hey, this home sold, this is cool. Like Russell Wilson bought a house for $30 million. That's cool, you wanna see pictures of it? Here you go, right? All of those kind of passive touches that are, you know, more mass produced, but 
will just remind people always that you're you're in real estate and it's not you know a direct text message you know every time like hey buy or sell hey the market's doing this it's passive and that's the power of social media and youtube especially is just being able to provide those things this is a kind of a ninja trick here help them or people that are important to them build their business right so small business um, it's great to kind of form together and send referrals and trade referrals back and forth. The more referrals you give, the more referrals you'll get. And so, you know, HVAC contractors and bakers and salon owners and all, all of the people that you can think of, somebody will need them at some point. So if your clients have that business, that's a home run or, you know, maybe their parents do or their brother or whatever, you can continually drive business to those people, make sure that they do a good job. But that's a huge way to show them that you care because you're outside thinking outside the box, you know, driving people to help their family members or themselves build a business and, and sustain. And if you help them build a great business, then they're going to sell their home and move up. And that's that's also nice. Next one is follow through on your word. We don't have to talk about that too much. Do what you say you're going to do, carry it out and do it with the utmost you know, confidence and you know, follow through that you can do. Make sure that you do what you say you're going to do across the board and good things will happen. Have meaningful client events. And a lot of this boils down to having your client avatar, right? If, if you're focusing on families and things like that, don't throw a rager at a bar, right? If you're focusing on young professionals, maybe you do rent out a, a rooftop and have a happy hour. It's just make sure that you're throwing meaningful client events that they're going to want to come to, right? What, what would a family of four want to come to? Maybe we'll do some family photos. We'll do a barbecue at the, the park. We'll get a bounce house. We'll just cater to the kiddos, right? And so know your target audience and throw meaningful client events. Humanize yourself on social media. You know, obviously I'm not telling you you have to put your kids on social media or do any of that, but more than just real estate content. What, what do you do? What are you doing in your free time? The camera can always be facing out. You can be at a ball game. You can be, you know, at a play. You can be out to dinner, whatever that is. Make sure you're humanizing yourself so that you know, they're not just like, oh, there's a real estate agent. He's a suit and tie buttoned up dude, you know, that calls us when when he wants a commission. So humanize yourself on social media. Also, another very easy way to pass passively, you know, stay top of mind. Do the little things. Send them the needed documents at tax time, right? If they purchased a home or sold a home in the last year, you know, January, February, send out that settlement statement because you know they're going to be reaching out. That'll also save you some time on the back end because, you know, they'll start asking you come March or April anyway. So if you just send that out January, February, that's huge. Um, other things like reminders to winterize your sprinkler systems or connecting them with, you know, a vendor that's willing to do it at a 10% discount. So just reaching out at key times and providing the key documents needed so that they don't have to go back and shuffle and, you know, find everything that they need. It's just top of their email box, boom, got it. Or, oh, Jeremy just sent me this guy, you know, he's doing aerations in Denver, boom, let's call him up and get on the list. Next is giving them the tools to know they have options, right? Homebot or or different, you know, annual reviews is something I do. Make sure that they know, make sure that they have access if they do have a home warranty or, you know, they do have insurance, you know, sewer line coverage. Just make sure that they have all the tools that they pay for and sometimes maybe don't even know at their disposal so that they can, you know, take care of their asset and do the right things when it comes to home improvements and that kind of deal. 
you could keep them up to date on things that are happening in their neighborhood. Maybe set them up on an auto search, just, you know, a small auto search, just their neighborhood of homes that are on the market or, you know, selling or whatever, you know, you, you'll kind of know when working with them, you know, if they're those people that are want to see every picture of a house, but when it comes active on the market, maybe you're, you know, notifying them when those homes go active. Maybe they don't really care about that, but they just really care about their value. Maybe send them an auto search of, you know, when homes sell in their neighborhood once a month, nothing crazy, but this is a huge value. And you can see when people are kind of looking and on the back end, depending on what what uh, software you use, you can definitely keep track of them that way. But it's also just giving them the information, right? It's always like, okay, well, Jeremy's going to send me all the homes sold this month. So that's pretty cool. So definitely, you know, take advantage of that as well. Definitely service every single referral you have with a white glove experience. Make sure you're calling and thanking them. Um, laws and things like that don't allow you to really uh, reciprocate uh, financially for those things like we could if it was another real estate agent. But make sure you're doing something a little extra to thank them. And the biggest thing that they care about and want is that you're serving that person that they know, like and trust with the utmost you know, professionalism and respect. So really take a little bit extra care of those referrals. And then again, make connections that don't involve real estate. You know, we mentioned small business, but maybe, you know, they're moving into a new area and you know a mom's group or you know a mom that lives in the area. Hey, you know, you guys have similar age kids. They're moving into the area. Just want to introduce you guys so you knew somebody in the neighborhood. Things like that don't even have to be involved with moving or anything real estate. Just being that connector and always looking to connect like personalities because when you make that connection and, you know, who knows, it could be best friends for life, then you're going to be both of those groups realtors for life. So just make those extra connections. And that's 15 things that you can do just a little bit differently that will absolutely help you, you know, show your clients that you actually care about them. But also all of these things are have the base root of building business by referral. And I can guarantee you that if you do this for your clients or the people that you know around you, they don't have to have sold a home to have a positive experience with you. You will absolutely be able to work consistently by referral, unlike that uh, top notch coach said that you couldn't do. So if you have any questions about this, please let me know. If I'm speaking your language, I have a link to my free mini course down below and I would love to um, have that discussion with you, include you in that community and provide you with, you know, a free mini course. It's only 30 minutes long, but I think it can change your business forever. As always, like, comment, subscribe, share, share the podcast with your favorite real estate agent. And we'll keep winning at the game of real estate. And I hope I can help you too. talk to you soon. Bye bye.